This is AgriPulse Drive Time for Thursday, November 15th. Good afternoon. I'm Jeff Daly. Drive Time is brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. In the news, time is running short for a compromise proposal for a new farm bill. Conference Chairman Senator Pat Roberts denied the principal negotiators were deadlocked and said today meetings were ongoing at the staff level. In the meantime, letters from farm, food, and environmental groups continue to make their way to the conference committee members calling for passage of new farm and food policy this year. Look for more at AgriPulse.com and tomorrow morning on Daybreak. The Renewable Fuels Association offered a response today to Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf's request to the EPA for a waiver from the Renewable Fuel Standard. RFA's Jeff Cooper called the request an insult to America's biofuel producers and farmers who are suffering economic harm from the demand destruction caused by previous RFS waivers granted by EPA. The RFA letter questions how the RFS could cause economic hardship on refiners as ethanol prices are at a 13-year low and REN values are also dramatically lower. U.S. Food and Drug Administration today announcing its intention to extend the comment period on the request for information on labeling plant-based products with names that include the names of dairy foods like milk, yogurt, and cheese. The original comment period was scheduled to end on the 27th. Well, USDA Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Affairs Ted McKinney is scheduled to hold a media call tomorrow with an update on trade opportunities in the Philippines and Thailand. McKinney is this week's guest on Open Mic and said the U.S. is willing to start slow in bilateral talks with the European Union. But it absolutely has to be with a commitment that we're going to get to a more comprehensive agreement that includes ag. I think they've learned that they can't just buy a lot of good soybeans and corn and feel like they've done their job. No way, no how. This is comprehensive. And it's going to be tough because there's the order pad. Yes, I will buy XYZ. And it's also the non-tariff issues, GMOs, gene editing, antibiotics, etc., etc. McKinney is encouraged with the dialogue between the U.S. and Chinese officials in advance of the expected meeting at the G20 between President Donald Trump and Chinese President Xi Jinping, but he's guarded on a rapid resolution. These are a series of steps. I hope that out of that comes the commitment that we're going to start talking again. But Jeff, i got to tell you, the one thing we haven't heard from them yet, we've got to hear from them, they're going to quit stealing our stuff, and they're going to quit forcing technology transfer. When we hear that, I think there's a green light. AgriPulse's Bill Thompson says part of improving the U.S.-Chinese trade balance is seeing the Chinese live up to previous commitments. One of those ways in agriculture to get a better trade balance is to remove a lot of the non-tariff barriers and get China to enforce what they've already promised to do. Now, some of that work is being done in the WTO. The Trump trade team wants to protect U.S. intellectual property and wants a change in Chinese trade behavior. They see all these agreements where U.S. companies want to do business with China, but China says, says okay, you know, you have to give us all of your technology, all of your information, if you want access to this huge, growing market. Finally, much attention has been given to economic hardship that's caused on bulk U.S. commodity producers from trade retaliation to the Trump trade tariffs. Jim Blair with the U.S. Apple Association says exports are worth a billion dollars to U.S. apple growers with Canada and Mexico at the top of the list. 
Blair hopes Congress will ratify the USMCA and resolve its differences with China. But most of all, they'd like action on immigration reform. I talk to family farmer growers all the time, Jeff, who tell me that they had to leave $100,000, $200,000 worth of apples on the trees to rot because they couldn't get people to pick them. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by NCIS. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. Well, that's drive time for this Thursday afternoon. For the latest agriculture news from Washington, D.C., look to AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse, I'm Jeff Nally.